Yo, so the opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Tell me where I need to Yeah, Future Bachelor It's my birthday episode Just get my voice back Let's go Yo, petty bullshit should be sad Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and bachelor. This episode, we're covering Pete Davidson potentially snagging Kim K. Okay. Some exciting gay engagements or engagements. Okay. Engagements, oh, if you will. I got you. <laughs> and <laughs> in the danger zone with Michelle. Oh my goodness. She's making jokes in the intro. And this is episode 187, my B-Day episode. <laughs> oh my God. That's, that's, the, that's the last time I'm screaming on this. On this episode, because I'm just getting trying to get my voice back, and it's crazy out here. But you need I'm some back. of that throat coat tea. I stay strapped with throat coat tea. I, I need some throat coat tea. But um, <laughs> anyways, I I started off with that jam, little ratchet happy birthday. It's my it's my favorite. Your birthday favorite song. birthday song. Your favorite fucking Drake song from that album. Which <laughs> no, that is like that is so you for that to be your favorite because it's like. No one else pays attention to that song. <laughs> I know. I don't know why it hits me so good, but that was my my uh, rendition of it. So, and we thought it would be appropriate, you know, as a birthday episode. Um, and 187, 87 is the year I was born. A lot of cool things happening. So, um, but V, I need to talk less right now because you know I went to a a baseball game or a baseball game. I went to a football game. A lot of games have been happening. This yeah, this, you don't even know sports enough, and now you're just getting them confused. Yeah, well, I mean, when you lot. shove them down my throat, like not like the throat coat tea. Um, but anyways, <laughs> V, what's been going on with you? What's what's going on in your life? Uh, well, so this past, um, this past week. Uh, I went to, there's like a little fashion show situation in Inman Park that um, our friends Manon and Drew were in. So we went to that and then got a drink at Little Spirit. It was, it was an interesting time. It was like Cruella DeVille themed, which was appropriate, I guess, for Halloween. Yeah. Um, I early voted because local elections matter and we're going to be going into a mayoral runoff um, here in Atlanta. So that's exciting stuff. Um, and then it was it was Halloween. And I actually was Cruella DeVille for Halloween. I did um, my our friend group and stuff. We had like a little pregame party situation that, of course, us girls made our own dance floor as we tend to do wherever we go because we love to dance. We made our dance floor in uh, in our friend uh, Julia's boyfriend's apartment in his living room. And then we made our way to Pond City Market because we had tickets to their rooftop Halloween party and there was two dance floors there. You know how we love that. Double the floors, uh, double the fun. Double the floors, double the fun <laughs> is right. 
Um, <laughs> well, that's what's yeah, up. That was, uh, that was pretty much my the main stuff that I've been getting into. Um, I love Halloween. I'm happy I got to celebrate it with some of my fave peeps. Um, so dope, it was dope. good time. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, I just got back into Atlanta from a lot of like stuff that we did over the weekend on our trip. We we started off in uh in Missouri, went up to Tipton, Missouri, um, to visit our friend Zach Knipp's parents and and his family and stuff and see where, you know, his his job is and everything. And it was really cool. And then the next stop was actually um, you know, your all mater, uh Missouri. Yes. We went to Mizzou. So uh we got to check out a lot of places you party. You went to Como. Yeah, yeah. We went to a lot of different places because uh that's where we went out for Saturday night. Um for Halloween, uh, and it was really fun. It was cool seeing all. What the pla- bars did you go to? You know, you, we we went pretty hard, so I wasn't checking for the names. You guys of the went bars. to Traps. Uh, yep. I know that you guys got Traps. We went to Shots. It looks like you guys went to bit. You went to Shots. Mm-hmm. You went Shop Bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we went to it. Traps probably started it. Shots, you know, probably ended it for me. But that was a whole day of drinking. We actually went to our, our mutual friend TM's um, sorority house and stuff. So yeah, we- Katie, go confidently <laughs> yeah so there was there was a bunch of things uh we, we uh, hung out with zach and his friends and they were it was just really cool to see like that whole area i really liked it it was fun um i wish you were there because it would have been a lot more fun with my podcast host who actually went i to know the i could have given you like a full ass tour too yeah um well I'll we still remember it yeah it was yeah exactly so um it was still cool repping it. your repping your school out there and stuff too and um all along the way you know our group of friends is very into sports so um when i why i confuse baseball with football is because obviously um this is coming off of watching a lot of baseball games as well in between of going to football games and stuff so right um there was a lot of that going on so a lot of sports repping and um the trip was amazing and and then we ended it with going to um to the Chiefs uh, Giants game out there in uh, Kansas City, so uh, we got a dope Airbnb out there. We, we you know, I, I wish I could go through everything, but like literally, the days felt like weeks, and in a good way. Like you know, by the end of the weekend, we were like, oh my god, like the beginning of the weekend seems like a month away. So um, I had a really good time. I lost my voice screaming. People were screaming at me because I was repping the Giants out there in KC. So you know, I had a rep with my boy Ray, who's a big Giants fan. Right. I'm from New well, York. And you're and I mean you're from New York so that makes sense yeah so he had an extra jersey and i threw that on and i looked like one of the gang and um it was awesome i had a really good time so uh you know uh, it was a fun weekend and now i'm back to work for two days and then my birthday will be on friday so um going back to orlando to celebrate that and just need a little bit of rest in between so that's kind of where i'm at but v i kind of want to know what have you been watching all right, this is, I just, I found it on Netflix um, this past week. Ignore whatever barking dogs you can hear, if you can hear them. They mm-hmm. are really loud okay. in my ear. But um, this show called Warrior Nun. And you, did you say Warrior Nun? Warrior Nun, like fighting nuns. Like, like Xena, Warrior Nun. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Just, just yes, wanted to make sure. Okay. I'm only a couple episodes in, and I will say it's uh, not well written. The <laughs> acting is not great. Uh, it's very, I could have written the show. It's very predictable. I'm like predicting what they say before they say it, which makes me feel smart. Um, but 
it's it's really ridiculous. It's like based on like this one orphan girl dies in the begin in the beginning of the show. This isn't a spoiler, and then. Like, because there's, like, these crazy nuns and, like, somebody bears the halo, which is, like, an angel's halo of power. They, like, as they were escaping some other evil demon forces, they inserted this halo into this dead orphan's back. And then she becomes a halo bearer. And so I'm only two episodes in. Wow, yeah, okay. Yeah. So now she's come back to life and she has to figure out her new purpose as being the halo bearer. Yeah, it's, I, pr- I probably won't catch this one. I don't know if I one. can recommend it. I don't know if I can. <laughs> But it's it's interesting. I don't know. It's interesting. Well, um, guys, uh, I mean, V, why don't you ask me something? Yeah, now? yeah. What, what are you? Wait, V. What are you we should have just started with me. Um, okay. I actually uh the the prequel to the movie that came out not that long ago. Uh, it's called uh, Army of Thieves. To it's the prequel to Army of the Dead. Um, that. Uh, came out not that long ago so if you haven't seen it you need to watch these movies army of thieves is i think one of the best well-written like like spin-offs or like prequels i don't know best prequel i've ever seen for like a movie because army of the dead is really about zombies this one had like traces of like it going down that way to to the next movie but it was really about like cracking safes so um it's 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 (laughs) It's <laughs> the way that you describe that. You're like, if you don't like zombies, maybe you like cracking safes open. It's, I don't know. I don't it's, know. <laughs> it's so good. It's very entertaining, and um, and it's it's like one. It's it's really crazy that they made a movie about cracking safes, and it's stop it's, it. It's it's, <laughs> it's 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 well written. So if it's you haven't seen it, yet, Army of Thieves. Army of Th- Kraken saves, dude. Um, Army of Thieves is an amazing movie that we gotta, you know. I just want to make sure everyone checks it out. It's on Netflix. Oh, um, it's God. the prequel to Army of the Dead. It's a zombie movie. Um, you know, I think they're just made, like expanding this world where they're gonna be sequels to all of them, and it's really cool. It's an interesting concept. So, check it out, Netflix. Great movie. Um, well, why don't we get into something we like to call I don't know, Quick Hits. What do I we see got? that you added this at the top, and I think you did it to be funny. <laughs> but <laughs> obviously, the Braves won the World Series. It's yeah. the first time in 26 years. As a Cubs fan, I don't feel sympathy for them that much because I, you know, we had been waiting a hundred and some years. That's why and, I'm wearing my I mean, Braves hat right now. Yes, you're wearing your Braves Aren't hat. Aren't you surprised I'm I have one? I'm happy they beat the cheating Astros, so that's good. The trash uh, I just need people to stop doing the fucking chop, okay? It's racist <laughs> and problematic. We got to stop the chop, folks. I feel you. But, I feel uh, you. Um, right. Yeah, I good, just felt like we had to mention it at least because we're here in Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Even though I wasn't really, I didn't. I had to find out on Instagram. I wasn't watching. I I wasn't with my friends doing sports anymore. So I ended up watching. I was I was watching it. I watched the end of it. Obviously, it was happening during the airing of The Bachelorette. Yeah. So I was keeping track on my phone, and then I turned it on after The Bachelor. It didn't end until like after midnight. So yeah. Um. Well, that's what's up. What else we got for some quick hits? Um. So. There's been rumors ever since Kim Kardashian was on SNL. Um, she, you know, has been seen with Pete. They went to, I believe Pete it's Davidson. Na- yes, Pete Davidson. So they were seen holding hands on roller coasters at Knott's Scary Farm. Um, like, you know, the amusement park, Knott's Farm. But uh they, you know, other so most sources are saying that they're just friends. They're just having fun. They've been at different things together. Then 
they were going to a dinner, I guess, together in Staten Island, which is where Pete's from. People I don't mean, just have dinner in Staten Island as friends. I'll just tell you that much whoa. right now. I'm from, I was born in Staten Island, so I'm telling you right you now. You don't just go to Staten Island as what. Yo, what I'll site. tell you what. You either have family there or you're freaking, you know what I'm saying? So. Do you think? Do you yeah. really think? Like, damn. Like, Dude, this I is... mean, I, you're, gonna, you're not going to tell me any different right now. Like, I mean. Damn. He was already with Ariana Grande, like Kim Kardashian. Right. I think, I mean, I mean, yes, she's like probably a bigger star or whatever, but Ariana Grande is definitely like top, like of the top too. So, you know, I, I really can't be yeah, like, there's no gone, way. He's like, gone out with older women before. So like, the, I mean, it, how it much older fit. is Kim K? Uh, I mean, she is, Let's see. She is like 41, I think. And I think he's like 27. Eight? He's 27. 27. Yeah. I'm like, he's my age. That is ridiculous. Um, Kim K, you know, good for her for going out and having some fun. But this is the type of stuff that like, this is why you have like three or four failed marriages. This is why, because like, you're just going for like, some people think like you know some people are making the jokes of like oh like courtney's getting all the attention now like kim is like plus so pete's friends with uh, um machine gun kelly and machine gun kelly and travis barker are good buddies and you know business partners and courtney and megan fox are starting to like hang out because of that and i feel like kim's all like how where's my in where's my in so whack um, so, yeah, well, I, I mean, this is just making Pete Davidson look even better. So, I mean, I think we're going to see uh, a decade or more of Pete Davidson just slaying out here. The, your just favorite. slaying in these streets. Yeah. So, I mean, next year he's going to, you know, a Cardi B. And then after that, it's going to be like, he's going to be with everybody. You know what I'm saying? So I'm predicting it now that Cardi B. Um, really? You think no, she's going to leave No, I'm just picking someone random because like, that's how crazy this stuff is right now. It's like, I'll just pick someone random, like a, like a huge star and, you know, Meg Thee Stallion. Watch him be with like Meg Thee Stallion or Stop. something. Stop. Um, I'm still traumatized from the whole like G-Eazy being wrapped around Meg Thee Stallion. Oh, like, she's video. next. He, she's into Targets now. After, after this, how could you not just like, Pete Davidson probably has like a wall at home with a bunch of the top beautiful women. The baddies. Yeah. And the he, top baddies. The baddies. He just and he just bad, throws a It's a dart. baddie board. Yeah, his baddie board, and he just throws a dart at it, and he's like, "All right, let's go," because I could get anything. He's like, "I'm invincible," so um, he's got that energy, though. I guess so. Let's go. What BDE? A- I mean, he's what started the whole BDE thing. Yeah, so. right. Um, Minari. Well, uh, what uh, what else we got? So Anna de Armas, uh, other hot person, um, is going to be supposedly in a lead role for some sort of John Wick spinoff called Ballerina, Mm -hmm. where it's going to be, she'll be like starring as a ballerina turned assassin who will be avenging her family, Um, which feels like a pretty, I don't know, seems like a run of the mill kind of like plot. No, no. Ballerina's. As a big John Body Wick control. fan, I have to explain like it's been it's been shown like the the bigger world of John Wick and like the assassins and stuff like that and and 
and there's been like they've gone behind the scenes and shown like the bar- ballerinas before and stuff like that. So, right. So essentially, and I also like the casting of this because uh, Keanu Reeves and Anna de Armas have have been in like multiple movies together now. If you haven't seen Knock Knock, that's a, like a very interesting movie. Um, that's right. You talked about that like probably earlier this year. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So um, I think they they do really well like in roles like you know like together and stuff so and i heard john or uh, keanu reeves would make an appearance in this movie so as far as like an, a spinoff i love a good spinoff this one i agree with so um i can't wait to see that and i love john wick movies i could watch them over and over again so um what else we got though so jessica simpson posted a photo this past week um that was you know it was from november 1st 2017 which was the day that she kind of had an intervention, had her rock bottom with her alcoholism, um, which I don't think was like widely, widely known to any, like to everybody that like, you know, that's whole situation. People knew about how, I guess it was like the day after there was a sort of infamous situation where she was too drunk to even like dress her kids up in Halloween costumes, um, stuff like that. So she's been sober for four years as of this week um and she wrote a long post about it and um i think it's like great to see somebody who's been known for you know being kind of like a ditzy blonde being a whatever talking more uh openly about this kind of disease this kind of mental illness so i wonder if it um um, it it, it all stems from like nick lachey era stuff you know? I don't know. I mean, they really set know. off like reality TV back in the day with newlyweds. And, you right. know, Nick Lachey has gone on to continue doing his thing. Like, he still does stuff with 98 Degrees. He hosts a lot of different stuff. He's like judges on here and there. His his ne- his next wife, Vanessa Manillo, or I think that was her name. Um, now, uh, Vanessa Lachey is still like out here acting. She was like a VJ on MTV back in the day. And now she's right. like, you know, the lead in some new like NCSI show or something like that. I think Hawaii. So, um, so I wonder if like, you know, like, like the, it's, it's always interesting to see how couples like split ways. Like, you know, last week we were talking about Travis Barker and and his ex and stuff and how she's like, you know, you don't really see, but, but, but Jessica Simpson was always, has always been very successful. You know, she has. Well, yeah. Well, and I guess because they didn't sign her and Nick Lachey didn't sign a prenup because she was very religious and didn't believe in prenups. Mm -hmm. He made a shit ton of money off of her. Like anything that he probably owns in his house is probably money, but she's good on it because like she had already like built up her empire pretty much at right. that point. Yeah. So, so um good for her though. Uh and uh, you know, to four more. So what else we got? Um, so uh first is Kay Stewart, Kristen Stewart got engaged this week to screenwriter Dylan Meyer. They've been dating um, for several years. Um, so this is exciting, you know, nice little lesbian couple in Hollywood. Um, I guess like, you know, she wants it to be a pretty low key wedding if, if that's to happen. Um, so I think, you know, good for her. I'm congratulations. Um, I'm happy to see her happy. I can't wait to see her movie about Diana, Princess Diana that comes out this week. Um, wait, so whose movie? Kristen Stewart. Which she's she has a Princess Diana movie. Yep, called Spencer. What it, what it, what is she in it? She's Princess Diana. She's playing Princess Diana. 
Yeah, we talked about it on the show. Holy cow. No, I don't remember that. Um, I, <laughs> I, if I heard that ever, I don't think Kristen Stewart makes a good Princess Diana. But I know, because I said that then, too. But I've seen some, like, screen tests of her. She does hit the very, like, melancholy vibes that Princess Diana had at, at the point that she's being shown in this um in this movie, it makes sense because okay. it was like when she, you know, hated her life and her husband was cheating on her and things of that nature. Well, we'll but. have to see how that turns out. Um, what else we got? In other gay news, um, <laughs> Kel Penn from um, known for Harold and Kumar, known for being in house and designated survivor and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, he came out this week by talking about how he got engaged to his partner, Josh. They've been together for 11 years and he's coming out with a book. Um, that's going to be talking all about his life. It's called, you can't be serious. Um, and it's going to be talking all about, you know, his life and living in like, you know, being Indian and dealing with like being gay and like everything along those lines. So, um, good for him for, you know, being able to come out and being able to celebrate his life with the one that he really loves. Um, there's some, I mean, I, I love Cal Penn. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, uh, he's a great actor or something. I, an, an Indian actor, something I look up to, um, uh, Harold and Kumar it, 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 go to white castle is one of the funniest movies ever to me. And um, now if you go back and watch some scenes, it's, it'll be very interesting to watch it now knowing that he, he was gay. I don't know if he was, I mean, he was gay then or whatever, but it'll be interesting to see when this book comes out to see what he says about his life. Obviously, people want to know, like, you know, what's your what was your life like around one of the biggest, like, movies that you had, you know, when you first came out. So um, good for them. Congratulations. Uh, what else we got? Well, um, this was big news that Facebook as the overall company is changing their name to Meta because Mark Zuckerberg is insufferable. And um, he is like, you know, presented it as part of this whole metaverse that he's going to try to create. Um, that's going to include like different interactive elements in VR and like AR and like all these different things. And I mean, in general, uh, obviously this is perfectly timed after there's been a lot of issues and controversy and, you know, things leaked from Facebook and like them knowing about how damaging their platforms are to people. Um, so it definitely feels a little bit like a cover up situation to just be all like, let's divert attentions over here to this. And it, I, don't, I don't know if like the, the, Logo is like this weird pretzel looking thing. I think it's an um, affinity sign, but to, to be is, shaped like a is, the shape of like an M. Shape, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I I do think uh I mean it makes sense to me as like a overall umbrella. You know, Google's done this stuff with I think it's called Alphabet. Yeah, with Alphabet. So I mean, to me, the biggest things are like how do these huge ass companies like end up getting the name like Meta? You know, Meta is such a huge name, and I, and honestly, I was seeing things saying that like. There's other trademarks on Meta, so it might be hard yeah. for Facebook. Well, yeah, because Meta, like, I'm like, I don't know how you can, but I guess, you know, with the amount of money that they have, I'm sure they're going to be able to somehow file for yeah. that copyright. I think it, it does make sense to do that, too, because, like, you know, on the apps, it's like Instagram brought to you by Facebook. Like, it just sounds stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and we, like we all get it. brought to you by Facebook. Yeah, so it's like Facebook brought to you by Facebook, you know, like, whatever. Well, Ocul and that's mostly because I think they're just trying to get away from before because they had only recently put that at the bottom of all their apps because, like, they weren't, you know, upset yeah. about that being the name tied to it. But now because Facebook 
like a bad a bad name. Yeah, and I do think it makes sense for the brand of Oculus if they're really trying to like push this virtual reality thing, like to to continue saying it's owned by Facebook. It's it's definitely better to see it's owned by Meta. Um, it, it's interesting. I w- I would like to know like what kind of like research they have into this into the future of like what things are because you know they're trying to push like virtual reality like it's gonna like we don't understand like how much it's gonna be in the future, but like. I don't know, like I like when they're talking about classes, like you could take on virtual reality, like you could do like you know kung fu class or something on that dancing class, and actually like you right. know learn things in a in a class with other people. You, you take dancing classes. Imagine if I you do. like you know you were like, all right, guys, I really. I can't drive into the class today, but I'm going to put on my Oculus and, you know, join you guys. And you're, you feel like you're actually there with them and they feel like you are as well. I don't know. I don't know how this really is going to work, but maybe one day the Oculus is not like this huge thing that makes you sweat on your face. Or maybe it's just like something more simple or, right. got, you know, right. so. It'll be interesting. Uh, Meta is uh, an interesting name. They're also going with the whole universe thing too, so um, which is very popular now because of Marvel and all that, like the multiverse. So, um, yeah. Do we have anything else for Quick Hits? Yes. Yeah, speaking of, you know, one of the products under the Metaverse, mm. Instagram, mm. Jay Z finally has joined. He's at already like 900,000 followers. I'm sure he'll hit a million if he hasn't already. Um, He only follows Beyonce. And now Beyonce only follows him because Beyonce didn't follow anybody before. (laughs) Wow. That's cross promotion. Like, and the beehive is all coming over. I mean, it's great. Jay-Z on Instagram. um, I think that's just money that he was leaving on the table, you know, to not right. have social media, to be able to promote things. And everyone's going to be like, he, his first post is not even about, um, him. It's like, it's, I mean, he must be it's doing promotes, music. promoting something that he, I know he was, a a produce, a co-producer on the harder they fall, which is going to be a Netflix film, which I saw. Um, it looks, um, out this, it looks out, I guess good. it's out like now. Is it? It says November 3rd. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I got a movie to watch tonight after that. So uh, after this, uh, I think it's going to be, I saw previews for that movie and it looks amazing. Uh, I mean, it's got Lakeith Stanfield in it and I will do anything for Lakeith. It's got like an all black cast. It's got Dazzy Beats. It's got Idris Elba. Yeah, it's going to be lit. Um, V, what made you go yikes this week? Woof. Uh, There's been a lot developing around this, but it all started and spun out when Yolanda Hadid um, has alleged that Zayn struck her when I guess she entered what is Zayn and Gigi's shared home um, when Gigi was at Paris Fashion Week. And, you know, she's pressing charges. There's all these things happening. One side of it is that I guess Zayn, you know, didn't like how Yolanda would just enter their home unannounced, would just come in. And I guess he just like kind of like was getting upset with her. That's one side of it. Um, I guess he called, you know, Gigi from called her from the house and like told her she left Paris week, like Paris fashion week early to come home. And he was all like grow some balls and stand up like for your partner and not let your mom into your, into our house. Like, Blah blah blah. Like, um, what? Yes. This is bad. It's very bad. Um, Yolanda Hadid. I mean, obviously, she's like huge. It's not like she's just like some person. I mean, she used to be a Beverly Hills housewife. Mm -hmm. Uh, She obviously is the mother of 
the all the Hadid model children. Mm-hmm. Um, she, it's it, there's a lot happening. I guess he is fined. He's ordered to complete ninety days of probation for each account, so three hundred and sixty days because there's like four counts of uh, different things along, you know, the lines of him, you know, yelling and just like verbal and physical assault. This so, is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I mean. And I guess, and then it was announced that they broke up after six years of being together on and off and, you know, parenting their child, Kai, together, who's a year old. Um, I guess they want to make sure that he's still in Kai's life and they're going to work out some sort of like co-parenting custody situation. Um, so it's really definitely, sad. it's, it's definitely going to be rough. Uh, and I guess, you know, all of the Hadid's unfollowed Zane. They're, like, not talking to him. I mean, I've seen stuff about how Yolanda's also, you know, in her own right, very controlling, controls narratives, kind of manipulates stuff around her in that different way. But I'm not saying, you know, that she's lying about any of this. It seems like Zane's struggling with some stuff that he is not, you know, letting out in the correct fashion. It looks like he just went down a dumb direction. Right. <laughs> oh, God. Did you ever get it at first when I said it? No, I know. I th- when I heard it, I was like, right, and then I was like, oh, I see what he's doing. <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. Um, anyways, uh, V, well, you know what time it is. It's that time to talk about the Bachelorette on our show. That it is. That it is. Where do we start this week? Week three. Um, All right. I like this episode. Like, you know, um, I'm, I'm just going to say off the bat, Michelle is impressing me because she. Michelle ri- is a kick ass lead. Yeah. I love her. I like it. I like it a lot because, you know, what pisses me off the most about any lead, actually, I'm not just saying guy or girl, is, is the fact that like when it's so obvious in your face that there's red flags and people like you just still giving people chances for what drama like it, it, it makes you look bad if you hold someone around so like that just well you that know means, it's not always like her decision well sometimes uh it i don't know i'm trying to think of like uh, like who i'm thinking of specifically um that kept someone what what season was it where that one guy that i think was from atlanta that everyone hated um some blonde guy that was like jacked i'm trying to think what season oh Oh, it was uh, what's uh, her name? Season. Um, it was Hannah Brown season. Hannah Brown it was, season. Uh, it was uh, God. What was his name? He made it all the way to the end, and then like. Yeah, I forgot what his name is. Look at us. Um, you got the first. You got the first impression, Rose. I really try to block him out of my brain because he's like just such trash. Right, but, but that made me think like Hannah Brown was one of the worst bachelorettes I've ever seen. So, um, just seeing her keep him around for so long, and he was obviously. I mean, and then she even chose Jed at the end, anyways. Oh, like the worst season. Fucking up left um, and right. But anyway, so where do we start with? With, with everything well the first group date is just a humongous promo for the top gun maverick movie yep. that is coming out including two hot actors from said movie mm-hmm. uh not mad about it uh but well i, I knew the one was- i knew the like the black guy like kind of i've seen him before but the white guy was like man they just picked some random good looking guy to kind of take the the new you know tom cruise role here and uh, but yeah, that's that. I noticed that too. I'm like, this is definitely just Top Gun all the way. What did they? What is? What was the date about? So you know, they're like at a little like air hanger. They give each other their their nicknames. You know, we've got 
We've got Doughboy for Pizza Boy Peter. We've got Lil Willie for Will, who is his ne- his proclaimed nemesis, I suppose. <laughs> it's like they love uh, how they call them Little Willie. <laughs> I know they all get they all get their funny little names. They all do like a nice little slow mo walk in their little jumpsuits, mm-hmm. looking fine. Um, and then they all have to like do some G forces and like the little spinny thingies that you see whenever you would see the old promos for like Space Camp. Do you remember those? Yeah, like the no. promos. I, I don't like spinny things. I don't like feeling nauseous. You know, but you know they were sweating like right off the bat. It was crazy. Well, and like then they were supposed to, you know, be confessing their feelings mm-hmm. for Michelle while being hit in the face with G forces. How come we didn't and, see everyone go? I feel like because I don't know. Because I mean, you would think you would to- have like a compilation of seeing everyone kind of doing it, but like it just seems like maybe they just picked the people that actually reacted the most out of it or got sick the most. Um, yeah. but I feel like I didn't see everyone go, which I, I would feel like liked. it just seems like a bunch of whiplash to me. Like I was like, this can't be good. No, but um, it also, it, I don't know how that would be G force, like related to like, you know, I don't know, but I just think you get real, like spun around real crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is G forces because of like the, how it moves and stuff. I guess. Um, but, uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, they, uh, Doughboy goes first and, um, he, you know, starts saying stuff in Italian and, um, you know, she was, they were all impressed by that. And, and then, uh, you know, little Willie goes up next and he's like, you know, really kind of stressing, but he holds it together and says some sweet things in Spanish and essentially the same stuff, I guess that Doughboy said, according, before. according to Peter. Yeah. See, this is why the I do same. nicknames. Nicknames are so much easier for me to remember. I can remember Doughboy and little Willie, but I can't even remember what their, get, their actual names are. But, um, but yeah, so this pisses off Doughboy even more. And um, I'm going to let you take it away so I don't keep calling him Doughboy. But um. All right. So they do their – and then they get back into their little fight that they pretty much had last week. Same kind of bullshit fight where they're just yelling stupid insults at each other. Like, you wish you had my pizza boy money. Like, if you saw the cat, the checks that I was cashing, like, like you wish you had my mouth. Like, who, wait, wait, what but this, of- this, this was like after they had done like the gladiator stuff as well, and on the date. So, oh like, yeah, they also Willie- yeah they ha- they were put up against each other to fight. Per typical bachelor fashion, we have to at least see some sort of like boxing gladiator fighting style well they usually do this type of stuff when they know they have like a a beef that two people want to fight each other like physically and they'll put them in a physical thing and um it just makes the tone of the show be like yikes you know um but yeah and we'll beat peter in that too like peter peter talks big smack and then so we'll gets the maverick role like the the guys the hot top gun actor guys get to pick who is the maverick from the challenge so he gets like an extra five minutes to look around like the old cars and the planes and whatever with michelle and he gets a bomber jacket and he gets the bomber jacket which so now they go into like the cocktail portion of the date and um you know everybody they're just yelling at each other across from from the couch yeah yeah uh, peter was like telling will like you don't want to see when big dog comes out i was like dude that's a chihuahua like you know he i know with his fucking like 
his little like cardigan tied around his neck. Yeah, okay. Like that would be like me talking shit to somebody. Last time I checked, <laughs> le- yeah, for real. Though. Last time I checked, you just lost in the physical portion of this fight. To I know. This man. It's like, dude, no, you're not fooling anyone. Um, you know, so uh, I guess you know Michelle's having a good time with everyone, uh, and, and while everyone's kind of getting their chance with her, uh, Peter takes Will's jacket that he won and throws it in the pool like a little child. And, and I know, and everybody's all like, dude, really? Like, yeah. literally, the other dudes are so over this bullshit fight. They're mostly over Peter, but they're just over the drama in general. And Will gets super upset about it. I would too, man. Which, That's like emotional. I would get upset too, but at least I have to give him credit that he didn't bring it up to Michelle. You he know, wasn't going to like... On I, and I don't give him credit for that, but like it just also shows like the type of person he is. Like you, he like the guys were. He did it for the guys, the other guys. He didn't do it for himself. Like maybe he did a little bit for himself because he didn't want to continue the drama. But they're just coming off another date where she got all upset, which will you know foreshadow to the later conversation in the conversation. But you right. know. The guys were like, dude, if you cannot tell like Michelle about this, like you'll be like the ultimate, like hold it down guy. And and he's just like walks off and he does that. Like he really doesn't bring it up, um, which, you know, bodes well, actually, for him. Like, you know, he's he, you know, at the end of the day, like it, it works out for him. But um, I, I just thought that was uh, that was a smooth move uh, on his part to take a breath and actually, you know, hold it in. Because he could have gone both ways, and I'm sure it would have been terrible for um, Peter if he told, you know. Um, Michelle right. wouldn't have played with that. She's like, what are you, like one of my children that I teach in class? Like, what the hell? Right. So, um, but Martin, um, I call him Babyface Martin because he just looks like a, like a child and like, you know, a tall child or something. But um, he's You pretty- think so? I don't, I just call him like, I just call him like Miami Vice because he looks like a little Miami douchebag with the bleached hair and like the whole vibe. Well, hold on. Are you, are you talking about Martin? The, like the kid that like he was talking about having braces? Or no, this, Mar- oh, which one is Martin? Martin's the one with the frosted tip. Oh, like looking like uh, the, okay, I'm getting uh, the two roses, the group roses confused. He's the one that looks like he's um, like a reggaeton artist or something like yes. that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's smooth as hell too. I think, you know, Michelle really likes his confidence. Yeah. And you know? well, he pulled her aside at the beginning of the date, like at the way beginning, just to, like check in on her because obviously like she was still a little like iffy about like how people, you know, perceived her based on you know, the end of last week's episode being all like my characters in question. He like reassured her that like, you know, he was excited to be there for her, blah, blah, blah. And I, that went a long way. And like, he was actually very surprising, like in his little one-on-one time with her during the cocktail party, you know, he was very smooth, but very like open and like had showed some depth. Like I was extremely surprised, which is, just goes to show you, you can't judge a book by its cover. Never that. Because he looks like a real douche canal. Yeah. Um, um, so but, let's let's move on to the like the most boring part of the episode, uh, the one-on-one Which was this date. one-on-one date with Rodney, known yeah. for being the Apple and known for not knowing apples from each other from when they you know did some taste testing last episode. Um, he proclaims himself to be a dark horse. The other dudes kind of proclaim him to be a dark horse. You know, they're like, he thinks he's in the friend zone. Michelle said some things about like how he now is part of this date, made it out of the friend zone. Well, when they he do some there, like, he reminds me of um the one from the last season of Bachelorette uh, that came out in the balls in the truck, and um, was on Bachelor in Paradise dating Taj. Um, 
What's what's oh, his name? Oh, um, so easily we forget these guys. That was just the last show we covered. But I know what was his name. But you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. but yeah, anyways, he reminds me of that, you know, where he's like a nice enough guy, like he's going to make some woman happy. Um, but he's not going to make a lead of his show happy one day. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, I don't really think, I don't think he's in, I don't think he's going to be like number one for her. I think he proved himself worthy that he's one of the good ones. He listened to her talk about, you know, some racist situations she's dealt with, um, in Minnesota, um, they do some more food, like they do truth and dare and they do more food tasting and shit. Like that food looked like it had been out forever. Like I don't, I'm done with the food challenges. Can we stop with the food? Like it's gross and weird, but I mean, um, he's definitely fun. Like, you know, those are the ones that you keep around in the beginning to kind of like, you know, whenever you need, you're having a bad time. You, you bring this guy in to make you smile. Like, you know, but yeah, he streaked around there that the very large staircase that they have in their resort. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was embarrassing. I can't believe they made him do that. Um, well, anyways, um, moving along, uh, the next group day ends up coming along, and um, this is slam poetry. It's some poetry. They have to write some poems. Um, this is who you're referring to. You're referring to Brandon. Brandon is like the opener for this poetry date. He starts it off, brings her on stage. Yes, babyface actually- Brandon. That's it. That's what baby I face Brandon. Yeah, that's a good way to remember him for mm-hmm. you. Um, <laughs> for he, you. <laughs> he does really well. Um, some of the other guys seemingly do a good job, too. They once again kind of barely show anybody else like their poems. They kind of just rush through them the entire time. We're getting I wanted to see for- the poem for the guy that like was excited to see the the poem guy that like the guest right. uh, host or whatever um, that came. I think that was like Casey or somebody. I don't yeah. remember who was. I mean, excited. he was like, like tripping about him. Like, you know, I yeah. want, and I felt like they made the date for him, if anything. Um, what does he do? Like, does he do like spoken word poetry or something too? I don't know. I don't know. I but, don't know. um, but yeah, so that was interesting. But the big part that came out of it was, was that Jamie the entire time kind of like on the side and his little interviews going into the date, his typical cocky self, he's all like, why am I even here with these fools? Like I'm whatever. And then his poem is seemingly the guys are calling it like a TED talk. They're all like, "This has nothing to do with Michelle." It yeah, it was like a parable. Like, like you know, yeah. Uh, this is really annoying because, like, you know, he got definitely cocky for getting the first one-on-one date. What? Right? Did, right. Was that it? And then, you know, I I just can't. I don't understand when people like ha- get such an ego about themselves, but they have no self-awareness how they're coming off. And he oh, was yeah. like, I lost my poem. Like, what did he say? Like, I don't even know. It was something along those lines. He's like, I'm going to tell this story instead or like whatever. And I'm like. And that's that. Like, he thought it was a great story. I'm like, this is a dumbass story. And um, anyway, I'll be honest. I totally zoned out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I hate that guy. He's the worst. Uh, he's the worst. And he then even you just see his true colors because they you see like. Well, after, they go on, so, the, on the group day after or the cocktail portion of the group portion. and um you know like then this is where brandon kind of shines he like steps up and you know he's just like a he's like n- like nice to look at he's nice to listen to and stuff and after that actually we, we skipped the part where um michelle tells her poem and i didn't want to skip it because like um, it's really good it's it's really good um 
you know, I'm sure a lot of people like from the show and people that were watching the show like myself, you know, really resonated with that type of stuff where like, you know, we're not out here claiming like everyone's racist or anything like that. But like certain people that like are of color grow up in areas where not there's not many people of color not just like your color or not just just people in general and right. and, and growing up in that you kind of form to society and she says like you know you know i was you know pick last for prom but pick first for basketball um you know i was i was with all the cool kids in high school as long as i you know acted like them and um, right you know and and you act like them because you're around them and it's just kind of like and and they forget that sometimes that you you are different so you know i I, it really resonated with me i thought it was like a beautiful thing i didn't feel like she was making it sound like poor me or anything like that it just it's just of course not no it's hard to explain that to people sometimes without them being like well you grew up great right like everything was fine you didn't get made fun of it's like you don't know you wouldn't understand and that's why i thought it was important to you know make sure we talked about it and and it really resonated with babyface brandon as well too because you know he's I, I'm not sure of his race, but he's definitely light skinned. He mentioned that, and I'm guessing that means that one of his parents are, you know, of of um, of African descent or something. But I, I honestly don't know. You know, I think a lot of guys were going up to her and saying like, "That's how I felt," like you know, growing up, or this is how you know, being just different. And um, it, and that one really stood out to her, and he ends up getting the rose, and this just sends Jamie off. This the is deep his end. second group date rose that he's gotten too. Yes, I mean he just he stands out, you know. He's just like I said, I think he's just a very likable person. Uh, he, mm-hmm. there, I like him. Yeah, I like he's smiling. He doesn't make it too serious. He's got a nice like angelic like uptone voice and stuff. So it's just like you know, I I I, I get why he's he's getting roses left and right. Um, but this really pisses off Jamie. Like instantly, all the guys are going back after the date to the like the hotel, and and Jamie pulls his producer to the side, and he's still mic'd, and he's going off. Like, what are some of the things he's saying? He's like, you know, he's like me against someone like Brandon. Like, I'm not even in the same like sphere. Like, I'm not even in the same league. Like, this is really like the kind of cast. Like, what about these? Like, what was like the rest of this casting? Like, how am I even like with this? Yeah, kind I of thought group this was like guys? a nationwide search for a cast. Yeah, he's all like, he's all like, where are you guys getting these guys? After yeah, you just like, I lost I would to be somebody, with a better group of guys, and I was like, whoa bro and then he like is and then well the first part of all i really want to say me. before that too like when he interacted with michelle it was very creepy like I, I didn't like the way he was like touching her i didn't like the way he was looking at her or laughing at her and stuff so he's just like too much and um and then eventually he was like saying like what is she she's in like the spring break portion and yeah he's all probably. like i feel like she's not even serious like i can't believe i have to wait like six weeks just to like whatever yeah like, he was blah, like blah, she's blah, in spring uh, break mode right now like you know yeah. what i'm saying it's like spring break mode like what are you talking about like she's literally kick guys out of here for like you know for things and for stuff. less yeah. my dude like <laughs> and so um you know the the walls start to kind of crumble a little bit uh, uh because what the guys are still kind of concerned about last week about how someone in the group had mentioned and they're like this doesn't make any sense a smart play somebody well, i forgot who it was goes up to her and asks her straight up like rick it was rick it was rick and was this during the group date no this was during the like cocktail ish portion before the rose ceremony yeah before she cancels the rest of the cocktail portion where he you know brings up to her like, hey, 
Like we, well, the house we, wasn't questioning your. Yeah, anything. we don't. We want to know like where did this come from? Like we're all so confused, and she rats Jamie out right away. She's like, Jamie said this or that, and Rick's like, what? Yeah, I know. And he then, must have been like, I just cracked this vault. This he's cracked. Well, the safe. and then like so then they're all kind of talking yeah. and whatever, and like the couple of them and Jamie's talking to a couple of them, and Jamie's like talking about like. Well, you know, I, yeah, I brought it up to her because like, you know, the viewers and like with the episodes and like blah, blah. And like Nate and other people are all like, fuck the viewers, fuck the episodes. Why the hell are you talking about that? Yeah. Like, I mean, this is just another person that's like trying to think about how he looks on the show as opposed to just trying to be a good person for Michelle. And, um, and yeah, and so it's the, the it starts cracking. You know, Jamie's spinning in circles with his excuses. He's saying like he was in his room, so he doesn't know who said it. But there was a character being like, like he's making up like a monster, like right, you know? right. And then and then Michelle is brought in, and she is all like, she's like, "What's the vibe? Why is everybody like, let's vibe check here? Why?" Because like all the dudes have been like discussing with Jamie as Jamie's all like pretty much like deflecting, 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 saying this whole bullshit about like. Well, this was all swirling around. I was doing it for the best intentions, mm-hmm. like blah, blah, blah. And like, they're like, what's the vibe? And Jamie's all like, well, you know, based on our conversation, blah, blah, blah. And she's all like, based on our conversation, you said your friend saw me leaving some bar with some light skinned dude. And then, you know, you pulled it into this whole thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, so I, don't I mean, know, it's, like, it really is that. Like, the second that she was told that Jamie. Like the the rest of the house wasn't like questioning her integrity or anything like that. She instantly was like, "Well, that kind of just makes it all like kind of red flags." Since then, like she just thinks about every moment with Jamie, and she's like, "Red flag, red flag." Even the conversation right. of me being with a light, like, what the hell? Like your friend Who saw cares? me walk out of a bar with a light skinned dude, and this, what the hell? I can walk out with any dude I want to. What does that have to do with anything? Yeah, like you know, she's like, why he was this completely manipulated the situation to make like everyone, everyone, you know, is going to suffer from that? So she ends up just walking him out. And yeah, down goes Jafar. Everyone. Well, and he like in the way that he was like his facial expressions, he was acting like, you know, he's all like, well, I was just, you know, this character. And she's like, I don't know what character you're talking about, my dude. Oh, like, I know. I love seeing like, how I was trying to be proactive. In the, in and the she's like, home, your proactiveness was, yeah. made nothing. I know. Like it made. He on the van home, he's just making the dumbest faces and stuff. And it's just like you could tell he's just an idiot. So, um. I I mean it is but one villain goes home another one will pop up it's just the way it oh, is yeah. so um but yeah so anyways that happens um you know that's pretty much the majority of the drama of 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 what happened in this episode then the rose ceremony happens and and some people a lot of a lot of people actually go home um right like Malik a- who I loved goes home mm-hmm. Spencer who I don't really remember goes home LT, who I think is supposedly uh, Clint Eastwood's like seeker ga- grandson or something, went home. Wow. Uh, um, and then Peter, Doughboy Pizza Boy Peter, goes home because he really was only stuck around just for the additional drama. Like we know that. Like there's no way. Like he, him and Michelle had no like real connection. Yeah. So I'm happy that he just went home and it was like kind of like all right, see you later wasn't some sort of huge ordeal over a jacket. Yeah, so thank yeah, God. For sure. I mean, that's just karma. 
beautifully written so um yeah what we got some scenes from uh from next week's episode uh what does it look like it looks like we still got some drama coming out some similar drama it looks like i think this guy chris who i think he was the one with he's like a white boy right yeah he's a white boy i forget like how he entered but he like did something cute um it seems like he's gonna be like the next snake that they're gonna catch like he seems like you know, it looked like he said it looks something. like he's going to try to take on some like like the Nates and stuff who are like, no, top no, no, contenders. there's no taking on Nate right now. Nate is is like Nate the- is a top contender. He like took Michelle and like they ran away from like, you know, all the bullshit of he's like tall. the creep. Yeah, oh, ceremony know, and like funny, whatever. He's well spoken, and I think what ends up happening is that dude, that guy, um, says like he's like some people think they got in the bag or something like that. Like people are. Something yeah. like that, right? Like where it'd be like, there's some people here that think they're going all the way. And that kind of like causes like a ruckus in the house. Like, dude, why do you have to say that? Like, who are you talking about? It's always like, it's always their own insecurities that come out and they right. kind of direct it at the rest of the group. Like, so, cause they have nothing else to talk about when they talk about with Michelle. And it looked like he did it during a cheers or something like that too. So, um, at least he did it in front of the guys if it looked like that from the previews. But, um, so far, some good drama coming out of even the first three episodes. So um, good for that. I'm, I'm really enjoying Michelle's season so far. Um, you know, I know it's for love, but, you know, I, I really can't like that middle part where the guy, you know, got the one on one date. Like, yes, good for him. He's a nice guy and stuff like that. But I just can't believe it that this guy is going to, you know, make it far. Um, I don't feel I've, I don't feel like I really see their connections. So that's why. Those, Me that, neither. Yeah. Me neither. I so, think he's a nice guy. Yeah, I could totally see him being like him. It's just like, a hot commodity on paradise if he were to make it a paradise, you know? Sure. Um, well, that's kind of our uh, our uh, review of The Bachelor, uh, a Bachelorette this week. What Do we have any other Bachelor Nation news? Yeah, Katie had just like did a little video on Instagram this past week going a little bit more in depth about her breakup with Blake and, you know, how they realized during their six months together that they're like, you know, she's like, we didn't want to wait for like, well, maybe once we get married, it'll get better. Maybe once whatever, like it'll get better. Like she just realized that, you know, for their happiness, they weren't compatible, which we yeah. as viewers knew that. Uh, like, what? Like, <laughs> and, they had, and also I saw like they look like they had the same. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah. Was that the, the meme you put out? I did. Yeah. It was they had the same which I think I talked about last week when we talked about how they broke up, but like yeah, they released with the same exact statement. Yeah. So um that post was like you know, so, you know I'll be sending like topics to the, the to the face or to our Instagram and I didn't even look like at that it was our own post. I was about to send it to ourselves um being like, <laughs> "No, it's a good one. That's funny, right?" And um we already were on it. So yeah, shared accounts, you know. Um, but anyways, uh, anything else or it's pretty much it. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the drama and bachelor nation has been pretty low, um, while bachelorette's been on, but I'm sure it'll bubble back up here soon. Um, well, that's what's up. Uh, well V, why don't we, uh, talk about our slapper of the week. Slapper of the week. This song slaps. (laughs) Now, um, I'm just going to go right into it. The artist is anime and the song is called Charmander. Um, I, I grew up being a big, uh, a big Pokemon fan. And, uh, you know, back in the day you had to either pick blue or red, 
you know, the Bloods of the Crips, you know, Blastoise or oh Charizard. And I I picked oh the red God. one. The Bloods Char- or the Crips of fucking Pokemon? Yeah, okay. man. It was it was serious. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I always liked Charmander because he was lit. And um, that's the name of the song. So it's, it's some new, I feel like the, uh, have you heard it yet? I have not. Uh, check this out, man. It's on the podcast playlist uh, on Spotify. I w- then I will. You know I will. <laughs> <laughs> then I know you will. But um, I just put it on there, so that's probably why. But anyways, uh, the song is just like the new version of like this pop. I don't even know what to call the genre, but anime is like a rapper, and uh, and I just really like it. It's a it's a it's it's actually produced by one of my one of my favorite artists, uh, Lido, producer artist, and I love Lido. Yeah, so he produced this song for anime. So check it out. Isn't Lido? girl no Lido is a guy um but he is a good guy so check it out slapper of the week brought to you by anime uh v you got any shout outs this week um oh i'm thinking of a different person um my shout outs obviously i want to shout out you for your birthday happy birthday I'm going to give you a round of applause because, you know. Or else it's not a surprise. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, just another another year around this time. 34 years young. And I wanted to shout out um, the parents of another Scorpio joining your ranks, um, my good pals David and Katie Pate, and their new baby boy, Walker. Let's go. (laughs) Congratulations, guys. Scorpio all day. Um, Yeah, he he was a Halloween baby. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's dope. Um, I I have never actually. Uh, have you met someone with a Halloween birthday? Yes. Really? What did What did they say? Yeah, about I grew it? up with a guy in my like from. He lived around the corner from me when I was like in elementary school. Did he ever talk about Dominic. having a birthday on Halloween and how that was? Yes. Different. Yeah, well, but it fit him. He was kind of weird. Okay, <laughs> he was always kind of the vibe. Yeah, um, that's dope. Well, anyways, um, I just want to shout out uh, the people I went on a trip with this last week because it was really awesome. Um, specifically, Zach Knip. Uh, you know, so. <laughs> Shout out to you, bro. Uh, he was the hostess of the mostest and the mostest, and his parents and his grandma also hosted us too, and it, they were just really nice. So I just wanted his dad, uh, you know, Dion. Do you know his, his dad's name is Dion? I was like, yo, you you mm-hmm. have black, bro. And um, but no, they're both white. So uh, it was funny. Um, I heard the story of how his dad, uh, you know, w- was named uh, Dion by his his mom and stuff, and it was pretty interesting. But they asked me about the podcast, and I was like, "You guys know about the podcast?" So I told them I'd shout them out and stuff. So shout out to you guys. Thank you. Whole family was awesome. The trip was awesome. And then also Ray, TM, and Trevor who were on the trip with us. Thank you guys. Had a great time. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Um, you know, Friday's the birthday, and I'm planning on going home, visiting the family for the weekend, um, and seeing my nephew. His birthday's on the Monday following my birthday, so three days after mine. So it's kind of like our little tradition, and I'm looking forward to it. I miss my family. So, um, I, I mean, you know, it's funny saying that. Like, I miss my family. Uh, another shout out to me because I was getting. <laughs> Another shout out to me because, listen, listen, because I I got a text yesterday uh, saying that my commercial ran during the World Series, yo. So, and and in that commercial, I go, I just miss my family. (laughs) 
That's why I got I the vaccine. So I just, I miss, I just miss my family. That's just like my new line. So, oh all right, God. guys. Well, I hope you all get to see your family soon. And if you don't, we're your family and you're listening to us. So you're with us in heart. That's right. Guys, um, do you got any plans for this weekend, Veronica? Yes, I'm going to be going to Athens with uh, pretty much that same exact group that you were just with. Oh, so, they, so it's like we can't ever have both future bachelors together. Just one I at a time. Can. We have I'm usually. Just but, I'm just joking. Yeah, but we're going to we're going to go see UGA probably completely, uh, uh, you know, demolish Mizzou in the UGA Mizzou game. Um, so that should be a time. Yeah. It's going to be an early, early morning because it's a noon game. And as someone who knows how to fucking tailgate before, because we were in central time at Mizzou, 11 a.m. games, and I usually would start tailgating at 6.30 a.m., <laughs> um, we're probably going to leave Atlanta at 6. So. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I, to- I totally would have gone to, um, but I just miss my family, you know? So, um, I get it. I get it. Aww. Anyways, um, all right, guys. Well, well I, hope- I think that's a little bit too much sport action for you. Like, <laughs> I know. I, I know. That, that's why I was like watching, um, you know, Army of Thieves last night during the World Series. I missed my own commercial. Uh, I'll never see it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, never. I still haven't seen it. I either. haven't either. I got to get this link. So. At I, I, this time, I feel like people are messing with me. They're like, I just saw your commercial. I'm I like, know. bullshit. Well, because like. I've, and then I've had people tell me they see it. I'm like, I still have yet to see this fucking commercial. Sick, so man. like everybody could just be like catfishing us about this fucking commercial. Because I saw one that I thought was going to have you. And I think maybe they have like two versions of the I think same they commercial. Do, they do, yeah. And I was all like waiting. Fury would be like, I just miss my family. <laughs> and it didn't come up. So I've got this close to seeing it. That's why I'm all like. This can't even be real. The funny part of of filming that, like, I filmed it while I was with my family. So it was like, I was with my family and I'm like, and they're like, bullshit, you don't miss us. Like, you're annoying us right now. No, I'm just joking. They love me. Um, Anyways, (laughs) guys, um, I know you're wishing me through the airwaves right now, birthday, and I hear, I feel the love. I feel it. Um, (laughs) So I'll probably have some some cool family stories from the weekend and Veronica will have some cool Mizzou stories um, for you. But this has been our show. Future Bachelor. Uh, My name is Cy. I'm Veronica. And we'll see you next week. All right. Deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor Podcast.